It is Monday, February 8th, 2021, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. We've got a lot to talk about today following a busy weekend, including two shows for the World of Outlaws. The USAC Midgets opened, UMP Modifieds are set for 5,000 to win tonight, and a bunch more. We've also got some World of Outlaws event and sponsor news, so let's jump in. The World of Outlaws sprint car season officially opened over the weekend at Volusia Speedway Park for Dirt Car Nationals. We were supposed to get three nights, but because of Saturday rain, only got two. Back on Friday night, it looked like we might be in for a dominating performance from Sam Haferteep. He went quick time, won his heat, and the dash to grab the pole for the night's feature. But second starting Jacob Allen used the top to perfection on the opening lap to take the early lead. Haferteep later ended up 13th on the night after struggling with power steering problems. Out front, Allen led until lap eight, but Brad Sweet was on the move from his fourth starting spot. He took the lead from Allen on lap nine, rolling the bottom out of turn four. Sweet uh, went unchallenged the rest of the way, leading 22 laps en route to the opening night win. Logan Schuhart drove up from seventh to finish second, and Donnie Schatz hard-charged his way from 18th to finish third. David Gravel and Carson Macedo rounded out the top five. It was a fantastic rebound from Schatz, who was buried after qualifying 18th and not advancing from fifth in his heat race. On Sunday, it looked like we might get to see Donnie Schatz bag his 300th career outlaw win in a rare daytime World of Outlaws show. An incredible sixth to first run in the dash put him on the pole for the feature. It was only the fourth time back to 2018 that a dash winner has come from sixth. As can be the case with daytime racing, we were headed for that dreaded R word after the B main. Um, so the, things were delayed a bit with a complete track work before the feature to avoid the, the, the surface taking rubber. Once green, Shots was quickly to the lead on the first lap and stretching away from the field. He was strong through several restarts and worked lap traffic masterfully to grow a big lead as the laps wound down. Behind him, Logan Schuhart, Corey Eliason, and Danny Dietrich battled it out for second through most of the race, but disaster struck for Shots and his TSR 15 with two laps to go. He lost power down the backstretch and slowed to a stop, bringing out the caution. In the work area, his team swapped out the ignition box and got shots going again, but the damage was already done. He would end up 15th. The issues for shots handed the lead to Schuhart, and he drove away on the final restart to take the win and the week-long Dirt Car Nationals Sprint Car Championship. Danny Dietrich finished second, Corey Elias in third, David Gravel fourth, and Brad Sweet was fifth. Just a quick update on Gio Selzy as well. He tangled with Casey Kane partway through last night's feature and ended um, up upside down. He needed a few minutes after the incident to gather himself. In a tweet from KCP Racing last night, they said he was able to walk back to the truck under his own power after being checked out by paramedics. Gio and the team will race with the Outlaws this weekend. Leaving Volusia now, Logan Schuhart leads the points after the first two nights over Brad Sweet, David Gravel, Carson Macedo, and Corey Eliason. Gravel, Sweet, and Schuhart all finished top five both nights. Schuhart continued his momentum from the end of 2020. In his last five outlaw starts, he has two wins and an average finish of 2.6. It sounds like some weren't sure if Schuhart could keep up his pace from 2020 this year, but I see no reason why that would be the case. His Shark Racing team continues to make strides and experience is paying off for them. Two wins this week, and the Big Gator is a strong statement to get this year rolling. Aaron Reitzel is the leading rookie, sitting seventh in the standings following Volusia. Shots, because of his trouble, is in a 32-point hole in eighth, and Sheldon Hoddenshield has some work to do after finishes of 15th and 12th at Volusia. His 12th place run last night was actually really impressive after getting upside down and needing extensive repairs in the work area. 
Normally, the series would have some time off before the next race is after Florida, but not this season. Racing continues this weekend with a pair of shows Friday night at Dixie Speedway in Georgia and Saturday at the Talladega Short Track in Alabama. We'll have more on these races later in the week. In modified action at Volusia over the weekend, Friday night was the annual night of features where they split the mods into five groups and run 15 lap features for each. David Rudiman won the first feature, Clay Harris the second, Chad Roush the third, Nick Allen the fourth, and Richard Michael Jr. the fifth. It's always a fun night. It gives everybody a chance on the property to race for a Gator trophy. The Friday field even included NASCAR champion Joey Logano, who raced a modified owned by Ryan Flores. You might uh, remember back after the World Short Track Champion I talked about Flores and his modified on this show. He bought a wrecked chassis from Kyle Strickler and along with Jerry Kelly rebuilt a car, which Strickler then took to a win at Charlotte in the World Short Track Championship. Flores and Kelly are Penske racing employees on the NASCAR side. Logano drove from 19th to finish third in that night's first feature. After the Saturday portion of Dirt Car Nationals was rained out, the Modifieds ran both Saturday and Sunday races yesterday. Steve Arpin bagged his first Modified win at Volusia since 2007 in the Saturday Gator Qualifier. He locked into tonight's 5,000 to win Gator Championship along with Michael Altabelli, Nick Allen, Kyle Hammer, Lucas Lee, Mike McKinney, Casey Burdett, Michael Long, Jeff, uh, Jeff Lika, and Will Krupp. Nick Hoffman won the second Gator Qualifier and he's locked in with Tyler Nicely, Garrett Stewart, Matt Crafton, Justin Allgaier, Spencer Hughes, Alan Weiser, Jason Hughes, Richard Michael, and Ryan Ayers. The rest of the field will be split into B-Mains to race for the final eight spots. The top five starters will redraw for starting positions. Joining the Modifieds at Volusia tonight is the first night of late model action. Tonight and tomorrow night are dirt car sanctioned late model nights paying 5000 to win. The remainder of the week, the races are World of Outlaws late model events. Hot laps start at 5.30. Besides a full-time outlaw contingent, we should see a fairly strong field of contenders this week. I know some teams are sticking around Florida following the Lucas events, but there are some rain chances through the week, so it's possible some of those guys might have bailed. It's also not uncommon for guys to sit out one or both of the dirt car nights but then run the Outlaw Nights. We'll have to see who's on the property today. If you can't be at Volusia, you can watch live tonight on Dirt Vision. We were supposed to get two USAC midget shows this weekend, but because of that weather in the area, we got just the one. The second was actually postponed and will be run tonight at Bubba Raceway Park. The Friday, uh, Friday race got a few laps complete in the feature before the rain came, so they completed action on Saturday afternoon. We talked about Buddy Kofoid back on Friday as I think he could be the favorite for the championship, and he started the season off strong. He grabbed the lead in the feature from his second starting position right at the start and held off some late charges from Tanner Thorson to grab the win on the opening night um, of the midget season. Thorson finished second, Chris Windham third, Dazen Persley fourth, and Emerson Axum was fifth. NASCAR champion Chase Elliott finished 18th in his USAC midget debut. It was a dominating statement from Kofoid to come out and lead every lap en route to the win over Thorson and Wyndham, who were two of the main title contenders last season, uh, with Wyndham being uh, crowned the series champion. Kofoid won't have to deal with Tyler Courtney this year as he's off running the All-Stars full-time, and Thorson's schedule isn't certain for 2021. Thorson and Courtney accounted for 12 wins last season, which is about 41% of the races. That's a lot of wins that could be up for grabs this year. The Midgets are back on track tonight at Bubba starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. If you can't be there, watch live on Flow Racing. 
Other weekend open wheel winners include Todd Gracie and Mark Smith in USCS Sprint Car Action at Hendry County. RJ Johnson won with the CAS Sprint Cars at Central Arizona Speedway. And Jonathan Allard won in wingless action down under. To see more weekend open wheel winners, visit tjslideways.com. Weekend late model winners include Jordy Nipper in crate action at Moulton Speedway in Alabama. And Mark Whitener and Kyle Hardy won crate shows at East Bay in Florida. For more late model news from the weekend, check out dirtondirt.com. Back on Friday before racing kicked off at Volusia, World Racing Group announced that NOS Energy Drink has extended its title sponsorship of the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series in a new multi-year deal. NOS has been the series title sponsor since 2019. Everything you've come to expect from NOS at World of Outlaws events will continue, including the free sampling station. To see more on the announcement, including quotes from all involved, visit worldofoutlaws.com. And in other outlaw news, over the weekend, the World of Outlaws and Skagit Speedway announced an addition to the 2021 schedule. Running September 3rd, 4th, and 5th, the Skagit Nationals will pay out $175,000 in purse money over the three days. Friday and Saturday will be $10,000 to win shows, while Sunday will pay $25,000 to win. Skagit Speedway has been a regular track on the outlaw schedule for a long time, but the series didn't visit there in 2020 due to the pandemic. In 2021, this event will kick off the fall West Coast swing for the outlaws. For ticket information, visit wordofoutlaws.com. If you're looking for more dirt racing content, check out the um, or dirt racing content from YouTube. Hit up the video section of dirttracker.com. I've got the upload playlist there for 14 different YouTube channels, and I added a new one over the weekend. The list includes USAC, the World of Outlaws, the All Stars, Racing Boys, Dirt Car, King of the West, Knoxville, Eldora, Swindell Speed Lab, David Gravel, Hunt the Front, Tanner Holmes, Ryan Missler, and then the newest edition, Catalyst Autosport. I've also got all of these featured on the Dirt Tracker YouTube channel. You find the latest highlights, interview shows vlogs and a whole lot more there if you know of a dirt racing youtube channel i'm not um, featuring there drop me a comment or email There'll be a new Dirt Tracker Conversations episode today, this one featuring Sprint Car Crew Chief Drew Warner. Drew has wrenched for a number of drivers, including Rico Abreu and currently with DJ Neto. We talk about his quick rise to being one of the younger crew chiefs in the game, adapting to different drivers and equipment, learning from his dad, Ricky Warner, wrenching at the Chili Bowl, and a lot more. You can find that episode in this podcast feed or on the Dirt Tracker YouTube channel later today. There are three items on the streaming schedule today. Dirt Vision has the first night of late model action from Dirt Car Nationals, which also includes those UMP modifies. Flow Racing has Flow 24-7 and the USAC Midgets live from Bubba Raceway Park. And Race and Dirt has carts from the I-44 Winter Shootout. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Monday. You can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. Those likes and subscribes on YouTube are appreciated as well. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. I check those every single day. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. You can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. If you'd like to get email updates from Dirt Tracker, you can sign up at dirttracker.com slash newsletter. And you can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.